God bless you. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Struggle, Strength, and Success Podcast. I am your host, Providence Sharon Thomas. And guess what? I'm so delighted that you decided to join in with us today. We have a special guest that's all the way from North Carolina. Listen, today we're going to be discussing mental health. Today is this month, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So we want to bring awareness to our community and to speak to you about mental health on today. So I have a special guest. She's from North Carolina. But listen, I want to tell you a little bit about this woman of God. Listen, she's not only a counselor, but she is a woman of God that loved the Lord. And guess what? She has many gifts. She's a preacher. She's a singer. She's a wife and a mother. And she loves God. And the main thing about her, she has the Holy Spirit. So we're going to be discussing mental health now about this woman of God. She is the founder and owner of Frederick's Christian Counseling and the assistant pastor of Christ Lit Temple. And she is certified, a certified Christian counselor with 12 years of work and counseling experience in vast roles in the mental health field. So she is qualified to counsel you if you need her assistance as well as christian counseling such roles are day program instructor crisis crisis counselor community support technician behavior technician juvenile community counselor and she is well known for her compassion towards her clients you know it's good that you can have compassion when you go and speak with someone they can have compassion with you and for you so she have compassion and she have the ability to make people feel comfortable. Don't you like being in the presence of someone that will allow you to be yourself, that you can feel comfortable and you will feel safe in a relatable and relaxed manner. manner. And she contributes her strong and high energy personality to her love for God and her passion for pleasing him in everything she do. Listen, and her Christian belief is founded on the biblical truths and principles of the Holy Bible. And she wholeheartedly believes in the Trinity, in Christian doctrine, the unity of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is the three persons of the one Godhead. Now, this woman of God, she is going to give us some information on tonight. And you know, mental health is very important and our psychological and emotional state is very important and so we're going to uh introduce the song and present to others this woman of god pastor woman of god Sandris, dr shante frederick god bless you woman of god hi <laughs> kingdom <laughs> blessings thank you so much for having me what yes and introduction you are <laughs> remarkable thank you so much god bless you woman of god thank you thank you so much 
I am so happy to be on today. Yes, and I'm so thankful that you decided to come and just share with us about mental health and the importance of mental health and the importance of what we need to do when we feel like we have an issue. And so, woman of God, tell us some more about yourself. Well, you 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 did a phenomenal <laughs> job um, in introducing me. I am Dr. Shante Fredericks, and I bring you greetings first from Christ Lit Tabernacle, where yes. I am the assistant pastor. However, my husband, who is my partner, um, also in FCC, yes. and um, he is just the love of my life, Dr. David Frederick. Um, I co-labor in the ministry, the work of ministry with him as well. I have three children, one deceased. Um, I have a son who passed away in um, 2020 during the COVID period. But um, my heart is for the people. I am one who just love people. I love on God's people, but I love on all people. The Bible said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, right? And so I am one who I'm in the marketplace. I'm in the community. Um, I have a community service um, outreach program that I do, as well as, of course, FCC and Christlet Tabernacle. We have um, a kids ministry, the CLT Kids Cave. Um, I just really have a heart for people. I've always been um, loquacious, right? They say I've talked (laughs) my entire life in class. I was uh, very talkative, so I enjoy talking. To people, mm-hmm. but most importantly, I enjoy hearing um, the thoughts of other people and the cares of other people. And so I've always been an advocate um, for for people. And so um, that's just something that that I enjoy to do. And so I've been in the mental health field for about twelve years um, in in day programs and working for different mental health agencies mm-hmm. as well as counseling and ministry. And so um, my husband and I decided during COVID, why not take what we have yes. and um, build a ministry within that? And so that's how FCC was birthed, Frederick Christian Counseling. And so we um, opened up and people have just been flooding the doors. Mm. Um, I was telling some of my um, colleagues in the ministry and also my husband, I said, we were ready, you know, to launch. We were ready for this, but we were not ready for the <laughs> amount of people who are who are coming across the threshold and, and through the door. So um, I just I love people. I do. I love yes. helping people. And so that's why we do what we do. Right. Yes. Yes. And so thank you for your that background. And that is, you know, wonderful that you all stepped out and saw the need, you know, that's in the community concerning mental health and being able to counsel, like you were saying, through and by the Holy Spirit and God giving you the ability and you love to talk. And so God took uh-huh. what you love to do to help other people. Yeah. And so we um I wanted to give a little background on mental health and um I'm gonna ask. Um, Dr. Chantel, a couple of questions, but she's going to have some information, some vital information for us on tonight. So mental health, um, 
as I um, searched it out, Mental Health Awareness Month was established in 1949 to increase awareness of the importance of mental health and wellness in Americans' lives to celebrate recovery from mental illness. Mental health is essential for a person's overall health. And the United States Congress, due to the increased number of veterans that suffer from mental health issues after returning from World War I, the Congress passed that um, mental health month where it was a day and it was a week, but mental health includes our emotional and psychological and social well-being. It affects how we think, how we feel and act. It also determines how we handle stress and relate to others and make healthy choices. And then, and as we were talking, um, Dr. Frederick, you know, we were discussing that there were so many types of mental health illness, like mood disorders and bipolar, uh, feeling sad and down and confused and excessive fears and worries and anxieties, panic attacks. Without, I used to suffer from panic attacks, but thank God that he delivered me. I used to have anxieties and panic attacks, and there are so many um, disorders. But um, Dr. Frederick, can you um, tell us what are some of the stigmas behind mental health? Okay, before we go into the, the stigmas, because you, mm-hmm. you touched on something um, uh, really, really good about the different mood disorder, because okay. a lot of times people don't understand um, what mental health is. And like you said, it is dealing with our emotions mm-hmm. and our psychological and sometimes physiological um, well-being. And with the mood disorders, as you mentioned, such as depression, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it exemplifies how um, a person is persistent with sadness and they drown mm. yes. um, in, in darkness, what we say, the kingdom of darkness, and they lack interest. Um, like you said, bipolar disorder, one moment they're up and they're having this euphoria moment, and then the next they're down and they're, they're depressed. Yes. Um, and, and you spoke about anxieties, which um, creates, or uh, I say derived from fear and panic and um, not knowing the future, right? Embracing yes. um, the unknown, not having, being able to have control over certain situations. Sometimes it's triggered through trauma. Um, mm-hmm. Also personality disorders, um, such as paranoid personality disorder, which is a fear of abandonment. Sometimes those individuals can be very impulsive and mm. explosive with anger. So there are, like you said, different um, mood disorder, different behavior health, which also falls under the category of um, mental health, which is dealing with um, substance abuse and mm. disorders, um, different life stressors and crises and stress-related physical symptoms um, also can fall under those categories. But to answer your question, you said, why is there still a, a stigma in the church? And a lot of times um, during my clinicals and just asking um, mm. different individuals that seek out for counseling and sometimes they won't show up up, mm-hmm. um, it stems from a lack of awareness and mistrust. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things um, that we talk about is educating people. There's a, yes. a, a misperception about counseling. A lot mm-hmm. of times it's, it, uh, as far as the church, I don't know if you're asking as far as 
the church or just as the community or as a whole, traditionally people feel uncomfortable talking to people that they don't know. However, they won't talk to people that they do know, right? Right. And so um, sometimes is is really just a mistrust. Like they just mm -hmm. don't trust um, having the conversation with a stranger, whether it be a counselor um, or not. But believe it or not, um, we were looking at some research and people would rather talk to a pastor or their pastor. And, um, you know, talking with a lot of pastors, they just aren't equipped to deal with mental right. health. Right. Some are equipped to deal with pastoral and um, some biblical biblical counseling. But when it comes to mental health, um, there was a research where pastors just wasn't they weren't adequate and they weren't equipped to um, to deal with it. It says approximately approximately three out of four pastors said they knew at least one family member, friend or congregate who had a diagnose um, with some type of disorder, whether it's bipolar or um, anxiety or depression uh, were the focal points, right? 75% mm -hmm. said they knew someone diagnosed with clinical depression. 57% mm. said they knew at least three people who fell into the clinical depression category. But the researchers found a real disconnect between pastors familiarity with mental illnesses and how proactively their churches approach the issue so one of the things um i always say that we should <laughs> normalize is having the conversation yes having the conversation having the conversation i'll i'll come back to that um another thing is fear of people knowing uh that your life isn't okay mm -hmm. right we have this image that we like to um, appear the facade, which is a form of pride, right? Mm -hmm. Where we want people to think that we have it together, whether we are um, lay members, um, if we are a part of the clergy uh, ministry team, um, if we are the pastor, we have this image that we don't want people to know our business. We don't want people to know that we are not okay. And that keeps us from seeking help. Um, another thing is um, mental illness. People think mental, mental illness is a sign of weakness, right? Mm -hmm. I want to read right. 2 Corinthians 12 and 10. It says, for when I am weak, then I am strong. For when I am weak, then I am strong. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecution, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And yes. our strength is in Christ. Christ. And so even though we may be weak in, in whatever uh, our illnesses is, our mental illness, our frailties, when we, when we um, submit those things to God, he says that he is strong. Um, and in one of the scriptures, it says that we are to bear the infirmities for the mm -hmm. weak. So when we are able, when we are equipped, when we are empowered and when we are educated in the body of Christ, we are able to assist and to help one another. Another thing is um, uh, your mental illness is a punishment for your sins. Mm -hmm. We've heard that a lot. Oh, I'm being punished for my yes. sins. Yes. Right. 
And mm-hmm. so that's why I'm going through this mental illness. That's why I have this mood disorder. And the Bible teaches us that uh, evil, death, and corruption of God's perfect creation entered the world through the sin of Adam. We know that, right? Yes. We know that when he sinned, uh, he, here comes illnesses. Here comes the corruption um, that includes affliction. It includes um, all manner of illnesses, which mm-hmm. is um, mental illness. The problem arises when we move from a generic to a specific ac- accusation, though. Mm-hmm. So when we're pinpointing saying that, oh, this happened because of this, then it, it, it becomes a question mark. Trying to pinpoint a particular sin of an individual to his mm. or her affliction can yes. be uh, complex, right? Mm-hmm. We know that the Bible tells us that sins have consequences. Yes. We then tend to perceive negative situations as a direct effect of the distinct uh, sin. So mm-hmm. in some cases, of course, we reap what we sow. Yes. The consequences of our sins do accelerate um, or aggravate life's conditions. And so if we're using drugs or we're doing alcohol, of course, it's going to be detrimental to our, our body, both physically Correct. and yes. mentally. And I, and I want to say something, um, Dr. Frederick. Um, a lot of times in the um, church, sometimes those are people that feel like, well, um, I don't want to tell anyone or explain it to them because I suppose I have so much faith that I believe that I can come out of this and I believe that I can get through this by myself alone. I don't, I don't need counseling because I, I suppose I have faith and my pastor is telling me I need faith. I suppose I believe that I can come out of this and you, you shouldn't go. And, and there, there are those that, that do teach. You shouldn't go get help. You don't need help. All you need is Jesus. You shouldn't you shouldn't seek out counseling because your faith level is supposed to be, you know, you should you should have more than a grain by now. Yeah. And, and we've heard that a lot we, yes. um, the, in, in Psalms. It tells us that there is safety in the multitude of counselors, right? Mm-hmm. In the multitude of counselors. Yes. And so sometimes when our faith, Peter said, don't let my faith fail me. <laughs> right. Sometimes right. our faith. um, I'm not going to say isn't enough, but we need to add to the measure of our faith. We have uh, plenty of biblical perspectives who had to seek counsel. David, um, as one, you know, he had pride and he dealt with trauma and family issues and and depression, according to 2 Samuel 11, 13, right? Um, He Mm -hmm. had to seek Nathan for counsel. And so we do sometimes need to go. I always encourage um, Christian counseling, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I understand that some pastors don't believe in secular therapy, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's why when we say that we are Christian counselors, you are able to come to us knowing that we are um, based on biblically sound doctrine. And that's one thing I love about Frederick Christian Counseling. Mm -hmm. We strive to facilitate um, the emotional, mental, and spiritual growth uh, of our individuals through counseling, coaches, coaching, and 
our intensive. But what we do is we apply Christian the, uh, theology and psycho psychological techniques mm -hmm. to assist our counselor. What does okay. that mean? That means we stand on sound doctrine, which is the truth of Jesus Christ as revealed in the scripture and deliberately allow our beliefs to saturate our counseling methods. So the Bible is the final court of appeal. Um, I remember in um, the, the one of the prophets asked, is there not a prophet here that can heal us, that can mm -hmm. heal um, our mental uh, um anguish, our tormenting stage. And mm -hmm. so sometimes we have to go and seek um, counseling. That's why we always encourage pastors to have some type of um, counseling, biblical counseling background or mm -hmm. studies to be able to help the people in their faith, because sometimes people do get, they do waver in their faith. Sometimes right. life situations will hit you so hard that you will waver in your faith, not all, but some. And so um, that's what I would normally say to individuals who says, well, um, I have enough faith and, and prayer to get me through. But when you are, when you are drowning and, and you are depressed and you just feel like you are hopeless, at that point, you really do need to seek out counseling. Yes, and as you um, was telling me that um, your techniques and methods are doctrinal sound, that you use the word of God, and I hear you as you are um, explaining and giving us vital information, you are using the word of God as your foundation to help lift others out of what they're in. So um, also, I wanted to ask you another question. Um, you said that you have traditional talk therapy. Yes. So um, when you're, you're talking about method and methods and mm -hmm. techniques, mm -hmm. um, talk therapy is one of our, or counseling, you can say talk therapy or talk counseling, is um, one of our methods that we use. So you have what's called traditional Talk, which is also known as psychotherapy. Um, it's a counseling that aims to help a person identify and change whatever um, life issues is, help, uh, is occurring during that time. So it could be troubling emotions, it could be thoughts, it could be their behavior. So um, basically, we're talking and we're listening. Um, you can do what's called C CBT which um, a lot of counselors, Christian counselors are using. CBT is cognitive behavior counseling and or therapy, mm -hmm. which is a type of talk therapy that provides people with coping skills um, mm -hmm. for dealing with different problems. It generally focuses though on your thoughts and um, beliefs, your core beliefs, mm -hmm. your attitudes, and um, it affects your feelings and action. So it's dealing with your behavior. So when you talk about methods, those are some of the methods um, that we use. Um, I, we are getting ready to introduce the uh, dialectical behavior counseling and therapy, which is known as DBT. And okay. it's a type of uh, talk therapy for people who struggle with intense emotions. Mm. And it's a common therapy or counseling for people with uh, suicidal ideation. So you do have people in the ministry, in the mm -hmm. body of Christ yes. who contemplates 
suicide. And I have seen mm-hmm. quite a few people and believe it or not, um, children who mm-hmm. have contemplated suicide. So when you're dealing with suicidal ideation, borderline um, personality disorders or mood disorders, this type of counseling and therapist therapy um, provides um different avenues to help those individuals. Um, Now, when we're talking in regards to techniques, Mm -hmm. um, techniques in which we use, um, we utilize are that we teach individuals through scriptures. We, every session that I have with the client or that Dr. David has with the client, we are always utilizing the scriptures, the word of God, and how to renew their minds, how to trust in the Lord mm-hmm. with all their heart, with all their mind, with all their soul, and their body, alongside understanding grace and forgiveness. So those yes. are some of the components um, in our techniques. Prayer is always, it's vitally important. We were talking about, they said, uh, some people say, all I need is prayer and faith. Prayer mm-hmm. um, is a core uh, principle that we use. We pray in the beginning of our sessions. We mm-hmm. also pray um, at the end of our session. We have Christian meditation, which is completely different from secular meditation. We do uh, Christian mindfulness, grounding yourself in the present moment um, with God. Um, some other techniques are PMR, which is progressive muscle relaxation for mm-hmm. those who have really bad anxiety to help them relax. Um, and it's Christian based. Everything we do is Christian. Yes. Um, I have to say that in front because you have a lot of people mm-hmm. that are doing that are spiritual. Yes. And they're doing these techniques um, from within themselves. But this is through way of Holy Spirit leading yes. and guiding. Um, and so we do deep breath, deep breathing techniques and um, self-awareness and accountability activities. We have distress tolerance and journal. And one of the things I wanted to share with journaling mm-hmm. if could, is I have published my first journal. Yes. Uh, it's called <laughs> Frederick Christian Counseling, your journal, your journal and journaling your thoughts and feelings. Um, oftentimes this is a self-guided journal and free write. So you can free write and it's also um, self-guided. So it helps you to get your thoughts down. A lot of times people experience racing thoughts or negative thoughts. And so um, those are some of the techniques that that we have in place when you're counseling with us or in sessions with us. Okay, that's that's some great information and congratulations on your book. Amen, that is a blessing. And we're gonna give the information on how we can receive that book by the end of the podcast. So um, I want to go back a little bit um, because um, talking is kind of releasing what's on your mind. So Mm -hmm. if someone come into your, um, into the, for counseling, Mm -hmm. um, they may feel like I'm talking too much or I shouldn't, I shouldn't say this. Is there a limit to how much they can say, or is there um, a limit on what they should say in the counseling? So I am so glad that you asked that question. One of our intake introduction is, so our sessions are one hour, right? 60 minutes. But one of our um, intake introduction 
is that we tell the people you can say whatever is on your mind. Mm -hmm. Um, We call our therapy room. It is the safe zone. It is a safe place. There isn't, um, there isn't anything that they cannot share. We Mm -hmm. do have a disclaimer though, if you are suicidal Mm -hmm. or you um, uh, want to harm someone else, of course, we have to inform the authorities or the proper authorities in that, in that manner. But there isn't anything that you can't um, divulge. We, we tell individuals that there's no condemnation because of God's grace. Um, the Bible tells us to confess our sins one yes. to another. And a lot of times when we aren't confessing those sins, they become a, a weight on our mind. And so that triggers anxiety mm-hmm. when you're mm-hmm. not able um, to talk. So in everything that they say, because we are um, a, a counseling agency, even though it is under um, Christ Lit Tabernacle, we are um, a, a Frederick Christian Counseling, um, and we are an, an, an agency. We are legal, legally mm-hmm. bound to our clients. So there is nothing that they can say that anyone else will find out about. It it is a very safe haven place. There mm-hmm. is there's not anything that they can't tell us. So yes. they are able to express themselves okay. in a safe manner. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay. And so um so mental health is important to every stage of life from adulthood to childhood to adolescence you know, on through from adolescent on through adulthood. So is there a, a, a age limit to um, those individuals that would like to come and receive counseling? So um, we have our brochure on our brochure. We see all ages. Um, so we see adolescents. As I said, I've had a couple of children that mm-hmm. I've seen that were um, actually suicidal Um, and they, you know, were expressing it in school. So Mm -hmm. I, I see, well, actually Dr. Frederick has a couple of children too. So we see elementary age, um, five years and up, um, we, we will see. So anybody from age five years in with our youth that I would say from, let's say kindergarten and, um, to fifth grade, we take it case by case. So it depends on the case. If it's mm-hmm. a case that needs um, a referral, then we do have professional uh, referral services. However, we do see children, we see adolescents, and we see adults. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my husband, he said, most pastors point to stress as mental challenges they are facing in the ministry. Um, 64% of pastors say discouragement and distractions are ministry challenges in 2023. Prayer and Christian counseling are effective spiritual tools God has established in this dispensation. I agree. Tell him I absolutely agree. We have pastors that are quitting. Mm Mm-hmm that are leaving the pulpit. We actually have clients where um, we we do have some pastors that are clients, but we Mm -hmm. actually have pastors who are sending their members to us as well. Mm -hmm. But because it's such a stressful, a high stressful um, position that they're taking on um, the responsibility of the work of ministry, Mm -hmm. 
some pastors won't talk to other people. You know, they are having marital issues. We also mm-hmm. offer marriage counseling, individual mm-hmm. counseling, and um, group intensive. But um, your husband is correct. A lot of people are leave, leaving the pulpit mm-hmm. because of the stress, because they are taking on the cares of the congregants and they mm-hmm. are um, they are spreading themselves thin between funerals and weddings, and college graduations and different things that they have to participate in mm-hmm. and and then their family. So um, he's correct. They pastors and and bishops and apostles, they need to seek a safe haven or a colleague who is trained to to be able to release um, whatever stress, whatever concerns and frustrations that they may be dealing with as well. Yes, thank you. And thank you um, for all that have joined and have, um, we see Dr. Um, David Frederick, your husband, Pastor, he's on, he's watching, he's saying um, good information, good information. Um, he's getting understanding and um, amen. And people are saying amen. So those that are watching, thank you. And thank you for the information, Dr. Frederick. And um, also because um, we know that sometimes people experience these emotional highs and lows and they don't understand what they're feeling. And I know that um, as I researched, I saw that some of the signs of mental health, are uh, you feeling sad and down, um, excessive fears and worries and extreme feelings of guilt. And as you were saying, like, you know, sometimes as, you know, sin is there, the guilt is there and it'll weigh on you and you'll feel guilt and there are extreme mood changes of highs and lows, withdrawal from friends and activities and significant tiredness and low energy. It even make you feel tired from the moods, from the emotional, having that um, being in that emotional state and depression. And I know there was a time that I experienced depression and I didn't want to be around anybody, but I didn't, you know, think, hey, I need counseling. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, the, I, I, it could have helped me. And so um, you withdraw yourself and you um, you and um, have hallucinations and the inability to cope with daily mm-hmm. problems or stress. And um as you were saying, you may um, turn to drugs and alcohol and um, excessive anger and hostility. And so um, as a person is feeling those things, it's good that they seek out counseling. Um, As you were saying, prayer is good, but the counseling where you can just lay it on the line, just say what you, everything that you're feeling, everything, emotion, every pain, anger, sadness, whatever you're feeling. Uh, and, and, and you can even get to the root of the problem. Is that cor- am I correct, Dr. Frederick? You can say, look, yes. this happened to me and this is why I'm feeling like this. What do I need to do? So, you know, that's good that someone can come to Frederick's Christian counseling and say, hey, look, I'm going through this right now. I had this happen. I've been through this trauma. And how should I handle it? What should I do? Yes, ma'am. I'm glad you said the the key word. And that's one of the things that I did leave out. Um, Our slogan is meeting you right where you are, right? Meeting the people right where they are. And oftentimes 
while we're giving them the skills to cope and how to manage through the symptoms, that's what biblically sound doctrine does. It gets to the root of the issue. We meet you right where you are, and then we begin from there to, to, to figure out and to try to help um, assess what is causing the issue, what yes. is root cause of the issue. And so you are correct. Um, we we often tell, tell individuals, anytime there is a question, um, if you should see someone, you should see someone. If yes. you have the thought, should I see someone? If you are feeling, you just have an overall, if you feel the symptoms, any of the symptoms that, um, that prophetess Sharon has stated, um, and you question if, even if it's just one and mm-hmm. you're questioning, should I see someone? We always say, if you ask that question, then you need to see someone. Um, yes. it's, it's always good to have, um, a, a sound, a sounding board, someone to listen, um, to tell you if indeed there is something, um, more severe going on than, than what it seems to be. Yes. And, and one of your mottos, um, Dr. Frederick, you said that you are meeting them right where they are and you have an individual intervention plan for those that come and seek counseling. Yes, it is specific. So when they come, whenever anyone comes to us, our, the individual, um, plan that we have is geared to their specific need. And it's a plan that is a combination of their medical history and um, psychological history. Also, um, what their goals are, what their symptoms are. And we check in, um, depending upon the severity of the case, Mm -hmm. Um, they can come once a week, twice a week. Sometimes we have what is called intensives. And so we measure um, our modalities by that. So it just, it, it all depends on, and that's the thing about Frederick Christian counseling is yes. it's just not that three-step plan or that five-step plan. We're going to make sure that it is tailored to the need of the individual. Yes. Thank you, doctor. Mm-hmm. And uh, my husband said Christian counseling is a therapeutic way God can affect change in the church as it relates to Christians and pastors. Loneliness and lack of friendship and depression are major challenges pastors and Christians are facing today. The high demand and the never-ending challenges in the church, pastors, elders, deacons, and Christians need to know God has established Christian counseling as a form of end-time deliverance. Tell him I concur and I agree <laughs> 100%. One of the things that um, uh, my husband and I are working on mm-hmm. um, is launching group sessions, group mm-hmm. therapy for mothers, for um, elders, for um, children that have been abused. So there's specific group therapies where people can come together. They're not isolating themselves. And we want to make sure that it, the, that the individual group caters to that specific need so that they're able to talk 
to one another and they are able to um, have the therapy that they need and, and the therapeutics that they need in order to achieve whatever goal it is that they are trying to achieve um, in this journey that we call life. So he is correct. It is not good to isolate oneself yes. Um, yes. when you're going through. Yes. And your husband, Dr. Frederick says, it's not about being right or wrong, but being healthy. That's right. That's right. He is absolutely right. Um, A lot of times that shame and guilt um, will consume an individual and it would it will hinder them from getting help. But we know that in Christ Jesus, because of his grace and his loving kindness and his tender mercies, that once we repent, once we confess whatever that thing is that we have done, we are able to move, to press towards the mark. I'm trying not to preach and I want to try to stay into into the mental health vein. However, that's what hinders us sometimes from growing from faith to faith, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because God wants to ultimately, right, get the glory out Mm -hmm. of our lives. The truth about all the men and women of God who have gone through and is going through is that God is with them. Period. Point blank. He, he said, if you make your bed in hell, I am with, he is close. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and he saved those who are crushed in spirit. He has promised us that he will never leave us nor forsake us. And we have to understand that many are the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord as promised to deliver us from them all. And Mm -hmm. we need to know that in this day, in this time, he is our healer. He is our redeemer. He is our restorer. My husband is working on redeeming the time, right? We can't buy back that time, but he will compensate us for getting back on the path and the purpose and the plan that he has for us. And we know that is an expected end. Yes. Yes, God have given us an inspected end. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. yes uh, my husband, he made another comment here. He said chronic depression is real and Christian counseling is real as well. It is there. If you need it, seek it out. God will send strong deliverance. Why should you suffer in silence when there's help? Reach out and God will reach back through Christian counseling and his word through this anointed vessel that's speaking to us on tonight. Tell him I said thank you and amen. He's talking real good tonight. (laughs) It is the absolute truth. And that's why we pray. My husband and I are in prayer and we intercede over our region, over our community. Yes. Right? Because our community really don't, they have a hard time transitioning um, into the integration of Mm -hmm. Christian counseling. Mm -hmm. And so we pray over our region and over the territory and the nation that if you need help, he's right. Chronic depression is just, Mm -hmm. it's it's on the rise. Mm -hmm. And and the thing is, we pray that God opened the eyes of the understanding of the people, especially the body of Christ. um, Yes that they won't walk in pride. A lot of this is we're walking in 
pride. Mm -hmm. We want what other people have, right? We see what other people do. And then when Mm -hmm. we don't accomplish what they are doing, or even if we don't accomplish what we think we're supposed to be doing, we can't control our lives. But what we can do is plan. We can take the plan and submit them to God. And Psalm says he will establish them. But we Mm -hmm. have to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then everything, everything that we need and desire, as long as it's according to his will, he will give it to us. But the thing is, we have we have this thing called pride that will not allow us to get the help that we need because of our environment and outer Mm -hmm. resources. Yes. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I said resources, but I'm in outer sources. Yes. And I know, you know, we're living in, living in a time where there are so many mass shootings and so many sicknesses and COVID and all of these things. And they bring anxieties to people and bring depressions and bring so many fears. And so woman of God, um, if someone is facing these fears with the mass shootings, the sicknesses, the shootings, you know, the, the people are scared to send their children to school because of the mass shootings in the schools, the malls and everywhere in there, they have so much fear and anxieties. What will you say to that person that's facing it right now, that's kind of hiding themselves in the house and closing the blinds and crying and scared and like, I don't know what to do. What is my life? You know, I don't know. I have fear of my future. I don't know what's going on, what's going to happen. What will you say to that individual on tonight? Second Timothy tells us that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, mm-hmm. love, and a sound mind. Mm-hmm. And we have to be grounded and rooted in the word of God. Mm-hmm. And, and, and for instance, let's say they're not biblically uh, mature and and, mm-hmm. and they're not in, in the word. Matthew 24 tells us that these times are coming. And when we trust in the Lord with all our might and all our yes. heart and all our soul, and we don't lean to our own understanding, he is our resource. And yes. if that doesn't ground the individual, I need you to call 919 Hmm. 280-7915. That is Frederick Christian Counseling Number. And I will assure you with all our fiber of our being, Dr. David and Dr. Shante, myself, will help coach and counsel you through these fears. God said his word will not return to him void. And so we stand on the solid rock. When, when the storms come, when we, are our, when we are anchored in the word of God, we know that God is going to do exactly what he promises. If you are fearful, if you, are, if you don't want to leave your home, mm-hmm. that's fine. We have virtual teletherapy. So mm-hmm. if you're saying, I'm too afraid to, to leave my home, I don't want to send my children to school. I don't even want to go to your place of business. As long as you have a device, we can do teletherapy and help you and assist you through those stages of fear into God's marvelous light. He will never waste our season or sufferings that we face, but he will use them for his glory. I say that all the time. Yes. Yes. 
So, woman of God, we thank you for giving us this vital information. Thank you, um, Dr. Shante, and we thank your husband as well, Dr. David Frederick. God bless you. God bless you all. And um, I want you on tonight, I want you to give us your information on how to purchase your book um, and your location where your counseling facility is. So if someone want to reach out to you, the phone number, the email, everything that's connected to you and your counseling and 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 as well as your church as well. Amen. And then after you give that information, if you could pray, I want you to say a prayer for the people that's listening and for those that are, you know, dealing with this mental um, health issue yes. as you brought awareness on tonight to us. Amen. Thank you so much. I, I just want to say thank you for having me and bringing thank you. Um, this to the body of Christ and the kingdom um, because it is needed. And so um, my my journal, you can purchase <laughs> this. Yes. You can purchase it. It's Frederick Christian Counseling, Your Journey, the journal, Dr. Shante Frederick on Amazon.com. Um, and you also can purchase it here um, if you are in the area. I do have some copies here. Also, um, I will be releasing, um, I think it's the end of the week, um, a journal, another journal for youth and teens. Okay. So I will, that will also be on Amazon.com. And yes. you can also, you'll also be able to purchase it um, here. So our ministry is Christlet Tabernacle and our counseling agency once more is Frederick Christian Counseling. We are located at 1140 Benson Road, Garner, North Carolina in suite 20. Um, our number is 919 280-7915. We are also, we also have a website, which is cltfcc.org. And mm -hmm. our email address is, um, my email address is Dr. Shante at fcc at fccounseling.net. And I'll make sure we put it up. My husband is Dr. David at fccounseling.net. And I'm it. and I'm gonna ask Dr. David Frederick if he could in the comments type um put in the comments your um facility address and the phone number where they can reach you, where they can contact the facility. Amen. Yes. And um and also, woman of God, if you could say a prayer for us on tonight. Yes, ma'am. Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercy. God, we thank you for this opportunity, this time, and this space, Lord God, to seek your wisdom, your knowledge, and your understanding. God, we ask that if there is any that is among us on this live that is sick, that is suffering, if they would go to the elders, if they would go to the counselors, that they will be prayed for, oh God. God, anybody that's listening that is drowning and they feel like they are in sin, they feel like they are deep in depression, oh God, you said that you would bring them out. You said to cast all our cares 
on you for you care for us. And so God, we thank you tonight that you are our redeemer. You are our healer and you are our restorer, Father God. You are the hope of glory. And Father, we just thank you. We thank you that you are educating the people. You are empowering them and you are showing them light in a dark place, Father God. We thank you that you are redeeming the time, oh God. And so we give you all the honor and the glory, Father God. If there's any that is suicidal, Lord God, let them know that you are there, that you are the giver of life. God, we thank you that anybody that is in any type of mental anguish and distress, Father God, you promise to deliver us out of them all. God, we thank you for the precious promises. We thank you for the inheritance, oh God, that you promise the people of God if they see their faces. So God, we're turning from our wicked ways, Lord God. We're turning from our sin. We're turning from iniquity and we're turning our face. We declare and decree that you are saving and you are healing the land, oh God. God, we give you glory on tonight, Father God, as we sound the alarm across the nation that Jesus is Lord. You are and you are Lord of Lord and there is nothing that you cannot feel. Through you, all things are possible. You are a way maker, Lord God. And we thank you tonight that you're making ways in people's lives, that you are interceding, oh God. You said that we will weep if we faint, not, oh God. And so God, we just magnify you on tonight. I ask you. Apostle and Bishop, oh God, those who are using the the avenues of media, oh God, to reach the people. You say greater works will we do, Father God, and we thank you for the work that they are doing. Mighty are the works of your hands, oh God, and God, we thank you that you are establishing all their plans, oh God. God, we pray a special blessing over their lives, oh God. Increase them, Lord God, as they do the work of ministry, According to your will, God, we will be so careful to give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Dr. Shante Frederick from Frederick's Christian Counseling. Thank you so much for bringing mental health awareness to us and letting us know that there is help and that we can come to your facility and you would counsel us and help us to get through whatever trauma, whatever dilemma, whatever we're in, in the psychological or emotional, that you would help us get through it. So thank you so much for coming on to share this vital information with us. And we love you. And to all of those, she gave you the information. The information is in the comments. Dr. David, thank you so much as well for coming on with your wife. And you, I know you are to our team, a dynamic duo. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on and sharing the information with us. And so we want to thank all of those that had tuned in and joined in all the comments. Um, I thank my husband for joining us and Thank you all for joining in. And uh, Dr. Shante, thank you so much once again for sharing with us, for praying for us, for giving that information to us that's needed in this dispensation, in this time, during these times and troubling times and all of the things that are going on in the world where people need somebody that they can talk to and they can get help and release what's in their mind, as you were saying. 
And so thank you so much. God bless you all for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. We appreciate your support. Thank you for your love. Thank you for just continuing to join us and push us as we try to bring awareness to whatever the issue is. We want to bring awareness and help those get through whatever they're going through. So God bless you. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Struggle, Strength, and Success podcast. God bless you and have a great day in the kingdom of God.